Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello again, everybody. It is time once again for the Mainland Podcast. This is episode 349. And I am your host, Michael Citro, the founder and managing editor of TheMainland.com. That is an independent website covering Orlando City, the Orlando Pride, OCB, all things soccer related in the city. Beautiful. And joining me as always, David Rowe in Tallahassee. Dave, how you doing? I'm excellent, Michael. I'm uh, very excited for uh, this uh, this week and then, and then the uh, following uh, week. I, uh, the 10th and 11th, I'm going to be down... For both the city and pride matches. Wow. I know. Very much looking forward to that. Well, that is very cool. Whenever you get a chance to come down and see your team, that's uh that's always big. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's uh I'm sure a lot of our a lot of our regulars will probably run into you while you're here. So that's good. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh we already broke down Orlando City's game this week. But luckily, Orlando City B had a second game this weekend. They did a Thursday-Monday thing, and they came away with yet another victory at home and the two straight wins overall. Still no losses at home. They uh, took the lead early on uh, New York Red Bulls 2. Then they fell behind by halftime, and then they came from behind and won. So all of those things are interesting, but to us, the most interesting thing is Victory for the Young Lions. Yeah, they uh, decided 
you know, the up the uh, the challenge level there, you know, okay, yeah, we're up. All right, well, let's let's go down, and then that way we can come back and win. So, like you said, all the things. It controlled a great deal of the game. The uh, the New York Red Bulls two goals were preventable goals. It was, you know, basically allowed a guy to walk in from the right side uh, all the way along the goal, you know, along the end line, just came right in the box, right in the six. And then yeah, nobody, nobody stopped him. So uh, he was able to pass off and, and for an easy goal. And then the other one was a, an unnecessary foul outs just outside the box. And I felt like um, maybe Javier Otero uh, gave a little too much of the near post and uh, it, uh, it didn't work out because the, that's where it was shot. And uh didn't look like Moises Tablante jumped with the wall and then that allowed the ball to clear the wall and get in the, the near side. So a couple of, a uh, couple of mistakes there, but the good news is Jack Lynn is absolutely on fire. He scored a goal. He created another goal with a, a strong header that the goalkeeper knocked in off a defender. And uh, yeah, he continues to do Jack Lynn things at the MLS next pro level. Yes, at the MLS Next Pro level, Jack is um, seemingly unstoppable. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's going to make a lot of people want him to come up and play for the senior team. Yeah, you would think that's that's kind of how it works, but um, you know, that's just not if he were if he were in the plans, I think he would be on the bench. I think he would be in the, in the 18 or 20, oh, I, however many they have these days. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. And I, I think the reason we're not hearing anything is because, you know, up until the last match, Carr had been scoring. McGuire has some goals. So the, the strikers that are up there are are putting, you know, the ball in the back of the net. So there's there's less of a hue and cry for, for Lynn to be able to make an appearance. Yeah, there's a lot less of that this year, obviously. So... Jack Lynn, obviously, big role in the first two Orlando City goals, the Orlando City B, I should say. The other guy who finally, finally is starting to come along and, and show some signs of the guy that the, uh, that the organization drafted very high, Shakur Muhammad. Uh, he has been getting closer and closer, a little bit more um, integrated the last few games. And in this game, he uh, we mentioned he had he had probably his best game uh, the last time out, but mm-hmm. he was really still he still very wasteful in front of goal, and now he finally has a goal. So he scored the game winner, um, a ball that came in and was knocked out to the middle by the goalkeeper. He went up alongside a defender. The ball kind of just fell his way and fell at his feet, and he still had a lot to do. He still had to you know, gathered in and scored the goal and a lot of traffic in the, in the box. So uh, good for Shaq. Glad to see him get off the, uh, you know, break the duck or whatever, however you want to say, get <laughs> off the schneid, whatever euphemism you want to use. But uh, yeah, he opened his account first professional goal. It's good to see Shaq Mohammed on the score sheet. Absolutely. Uh, you know, like to say, we moved up to draft this guy. So um, him scoring goals is a good thing. Uh, it would be, better at the senior level but obviously that wasn't in the cards you know project for the future let him get some time it's 
we mentioned it a lot. It takes some guys longer to settle in at the next level than others. And that seems to be the case for him. But hopefully now that he's open to the account, full steam ahead. Yeah. Athletic kid, a lot of upside, very raw still. And, um, you know, he's still, still learning, uh, learning the professional game and, you know, no pressure really, uh, to do it with OCB, at least not as much. And, uh, hopefully he'll come along and, and be the player that they, you know, they moved up to, to take, but, um, it had been a little bit of a, um, mystery why he was just kind of buried on the bench at OCB and not really getting a lot of minutes. And then, and then not really impacting games when he was in as you know, guys that go high in the draft, you would expect, you know, these are guys that have upside. These are guys that are in the generation Adidas, uh, program. So they generally get drafted pretty highly and, uh, yeah, no, it wasn't, wasn't working, but, uh, Shaq gets the winner and hopefully that'll get him jump started. Absolutely. So OCB Dave is, uh, is, you know, we talked about on the last show, this is a, a team that we normally, we, we have struggled to, to discuss <laughs> them. We've, we've, you know, pared it down to an OCB minute because sometimes it just hasn't been, you know, very much fun to talk about, but right. this year is, uh, this year's looking different so far. There's a long way to go, but the team has uh, figured out how to win at home how to get points and um yeah they're they're right up there in the standings and and they're in your position well at this point in the season as as uh, they move along through their um you know through their campaign in 2023 they're currently in third place in the eastern conference of mls next pro on 21 points they are two points behind new york Revo- or new england revolution two and crown legacy fc is uh, first place with 27 points six points ahead and uh, they all have played the same number of games. So right now they are one point up on Columbus Crew 2, which Crew 2, uh, they have a game in hand. So, you know, they could be flip-flopping back and forth with uh, with fourth place. But um, that was a, a, an important game with New York Red Bulls, too, because New York uh, is, uh, I mean, that was, a, that was a direct head-to-head battle for position in the standings. Mm-hmm. So uh, New York right now on 20 points behind OCB. Same number of games, and uh, they are fifth place. So, uh, long way to go still. 11, you know, 10, 11 games for most of the teams. And OCB sitting there in third place at uh, six, three, and two, playing very well at home, four, oh, and two at home, two, three, and oh, on the road. So, um, not terrible on the road. You know, if you're winning 40% of your road games, that's not too bad. So, uh, yeah. No, good for the young. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, they, they've got 21 goals in the season. They've given up 20. I mean, so plus one differential, mm-hmm. obviously we'd like to maybe give up, you know, fewer, uh, goals, but, um, uh, compared to the past, <laughs> it's, it's hard to complain about them with a, a plus one differential sitting in third place. Cause that has not been the case, uh, these last several years. Yeah, what we really have going for them is their scoring goals because they've got 21 on the season that is uh, third best in the Eastern Conference. Uh, mm-hmm. The problem is they are still conceding way too many goals. And this is a team that's, yeah, the center backs are, are young, but I mean, these guys were both, I mean, they were draft picks. I mean, when mm-hmm. Salim's in there and he's healthy, uh, he's a draft pick. 
And uh, Kim and Gucci is a, a former draft pick from Colorado Rapids. And uh, Thomas Williams is a homegrown. You would expect these guys, these are the guys you're counting on. And, you know, it's not just the center backs, but we already know Otero is a good goalkeeper. And it's just a team thing. It's just they, they get into these they get into these situations where they just allow silly goals and uh, they've, they've really mm-hmm. got to, they've got to tighten up defensively, but somehow still remain fluid in their attack. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good uh, recipe for pretty much any soccer yeah. team in the world. <laughs> but I mean, they've got the attack part of it down. They, they just need to be able yeah. to, to be a little bit uh, cleaner in the back without, again, without sacrificing their ability to get forward. So, um, and they do rely on their fullbacks getting forward, but uh, and and their center backs on set pieces. But they don't really. When I watch them, I don't see them getting stretched a lot. I, I see guys just dribbling past guys, and that's yeah. the kind of thing that needs to be fixed. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, you mentioned the fullbacks, you know, getting up the pitch. Well, I mean, their philosophy is the same as the senior team, um, you know, which is good. That's what it should be. Um, you're developing them to hopefully move up there. And if that's a philosophy that Oscar has, then it should go throughout the uh, the entire system. So, you know, I'm there on B for a reason. They're going to have a little bit more trouble figuring some of that out. But you're right. Just some basic, uh, you know, stick a foot out, for goodness sake. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, I mean, because the Crown Legacy's only conceded 12 goals. Right. Uh, so they've got it figured out. They they're scoring goals and they're they're not conceding a ton of goals. OCB's yeah. just been outscoring everybody. They they've they've been shipping way too many goals. Yeah, so get that fixed and who knows what'll happen. <laughs> yeah, indeed. I, I like I get a kick out of the post game comments from Martin Perelman because I mean it it <laughs> when I read them, I'm just like I'm like this is the kind of thing you say when you just Somebody just puts you in charge and you're like, I- I've never done this before. <laughs> like if we go into uh, this, you know, the story of OCB um, beating New York Red Bulls too. there's a quote in there from Perelman. Uh, let me see if I can read it for you and we, we can discuss it, but it's, it kind of cracked me up a little bit. I told them we need to win this game and then they went and won the game. Like, <laughs> Okay, I mean that's that's <laughs> oh, I a found choice, it a choice to coach. You know that's a that's a coaching choice. We spoke in the halftime in the locker room that we were at home, and I told them that we need to win. So we went back out on the field, and the boys were great. I am proud of them. I was like, did you really? <laughs> is that what you said? You came in the locker room, and went, we're at home, boys. We need to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's like the uh, occasionally when I do the uh, three keys to victory, I'll get, you know, a, a very funny, what I find funny comment of just win baby. And it's like, okay, yes, yes, that's, that's obviously the, the thing to do, but you know, perhaps a little, little deeper discussion. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you elaborate on the, we need to win? Can you, can you tell us maybe how to do that? It reminds me of the old, uh, the old stories of Bobby Bowden at Florida state. If, if, FSU was up at half. He would go into the locker room. He'd go, man, uh, as long as we don't let them score, we're going to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah, coach. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. All right. Well, uh, congrats to OCB. Hopefully they can keep it going as uh, they continue their busy schedule. 
They've got uh, games coming up here on the weekend on Sunday at Toronto FC two. So if you, uh, if you look at the standings and you look for Toronto FC two, they're way down at the bottom, but this is Orlando. So mm-hmm. that's not a bonus. You don't, you don't want to play the last place team. No, no, you don't. No, Toronto FC two is uh, sitting on two, seven and one in 10 games. Uh, but they will be at home where they are two, two and oh, so 50, 50. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Look, uh, just you know, even if they give up, goal, just make sure to keep doing the scoring more than you're giving up thing. And that's, that's positive. Yeah. Just, you got a problem, throw Jack Lynn at it. That's right. All right. Well, uh, not an OCB player anymore, but Michael Holiday mm-hmm. uh, did get in the game today as we record this early in the week. He got in the game against um, New Zealand in the 71st minute, and the U.S. won that game 4-0. So they are on to the quarterfinals. And, of course, by the time uh, this show goes live, uh, probably will be uh, the day that that quarterfinal takes place. So, uh, but congrats to Mikey and to the U S U twenties who continue to tear it up. They are the only team in the tournament still that has, th- that is still not conceded a goal. Yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. Uh, they're steamrolling through there right now. And hopefully that'll continue as they head into the quarterfinals. Absolutely. Um, we talked about Jack Lynn being on a tear. Um, anything else we need to touch on with the young lions before uh, we head into the second half of our show? No, you know what? Good on them for making us do more than a minute. Yeah. And good on them for doing uh, more because we didn't really have a, another topic picked out for this game. <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. So for well done lads. Show, the show. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you for that young lions. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, here's what we got left to do in the show. We got our mailbag box, of course. Uh, Orlando City will be playing New York Red Bulls, uh, the MLS uh, first team, you know, as opposed to the two team that OCB just played, and that will mm-hmm. be this weekend at Red Bull Arena. So we've got our key matchups and score predictions to get to for that, and we're going to get to all of that right after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're back, Dave, and it's time. If you uh, if you have a feeling like you might want to do some mailbag box, let's do some mailbag box. I love the mailbag box. You do. It's your it's your phrase. It's your catchphrase now, and it's a t-shirt. It's, it is a t-shirt. <laughs> it's a t-shirt I own, among others. Among others, yeah. Congrats to everybody for uh, for doing that for for yes. picking up some of those shirts. You can pick up an I love the mailbag box t-shirt in our mainland shop. If you haven't been to our shop, I mean, I think there's some pretty cool stuff there. Um, yeah. might be something you were interested in and, uh, you know, 
our, uh, of course, our um, buy me a coffee subscribers get a discount on that merch. Well, that's just a really sweet deal. It's yeah. just adding sugar to the coffee there. Yeah. Tam, uh, the TAM level get 10% off and the uh, designated players get 15% off. And, uh, and we may run some uh, occasional specials for those folks as well, just to, just to say thank you. So um, it behooves people to sign up for a membership and uh, see if the perks that we give you, the benefits that we give you, or something that uh, you find worthwhile. And if you don't find them worthwhile, eh, you can bail. I mean, you can always bail. You can. I will say that I, I also have the, uh, uh, the, the mainland, the new mainland logo t-shirt. Uh, I got mine in black, one of the several colors available in, and it, it, I've gotten compliments on how nice it looks. Oh, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad you got some compliments. I need to, I, I my, um, my water, cup my like steel water cup is uh it's getting a little it's getting a little nasty the mm-hmm. uh the lid's getting a little nasty it's a little old but um i think i'm gonna get me one of those mainland water bottles now that is a fantastic idea plus it's always good to be drinking water yeah you gotta stay hydrated Yes, exactly. <laughs> i mean it doesn't matter what you do you know soccer player podcaster whatever Got to stay hydrated. Exactly. All right, Dave, mailbag box time. And there's a few ways you can ask us anything here at the Mainland Podcast. And we welcome all questions. They don't have to be about Orlando City or OCB or soccer at all, really. Yeah. Uh, you can ask us anything on Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter at the Mainland is our Twitter handle. And you can use the hashtag AskTMLPC. And the other thing uh, you can do is you can email us at the mainland at gmail.com with your question, or you can uh, go to the mainland podcast page on the mainland.com, fill out the little form and it will email us for you. I, now that's just convenience there. Plus, you know, so many options, but not too many options. You know, when you go to the grocery store and there's too many options and you don't know what to do, this yeah. is a perfect amount of options. Yeah, I think so. So uh, there's nothing in the Gmail, Dave. I I just looked, nothing in the Gmail. Uh, tell me, we got something in the Twitters to discuss. We do have something in the Twitters to discuss, and it's it's pretty timely, I will add. So okay. as you as you mentioned, we're recording early in the week, and uh, tonight is we haven't even watched it yet. Is the final episode of uh, Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. and. We're, we're very excited. And I think that uh, longtime listener and contributor Ryan Smith is also excited because he asks, Coach Beard's origin story with Ted. Now, this is spoilers if you're not all the way caught up. Is it as crazy as what you would have expected? How do you feel about it? General thoughts. All right. So here's here's what I can do. I can say we can answer this question without spoiling it. We can. So the first part of that question is how do we feel about it? Uh, Is it as crazy as you expected? It is. I would say it's probably on par with the craziness expected. I, I had a feeling that they went back together, um, you know, in their past and were, you know, part of the same football team and that some things happened and transpired between 
that time and the time of the show. And that's what happened. And I, and I figured they would be kind of, it might be kind of out there and it is kind of out there. Um, what about you? Is it crazy as you expected? You uh, yeah. Beer? I mean, uh, in some ways crazier in other ways, exactly as crazy just because beard is an odd duck and I absolutely love him. I, you know, once again, without giving anything away and I'm pretty sure that, that the cast has mentioned this before in interviews and whatnot. Um, and Brendan Hunt has mentioned that beard Ted saved beard in, in some way. And, you know, I won't, won't say what way it is, but it was enough to make him so incredibly loyal to Ted that he was willing to fly across the Atlantic, learn about soccer and coach soccer with him mm-hmm. um, because it, it meant that much. So the thing that it ended up, you know, being that, that Ted did doesn't surprise me. It won't surprise anybody that sees it. It's the type of person Ted is, but it does show the it shows the level of, of Ted's kindness and also of Beard's commitment to Ted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with all that. And um, as for how I feel about it, the second part of that question, um, I don't love it, but it's fine. Um, yeah. You know, I was, I was, I knew it was going to be something a little out there, a little strange and a little, maybe a little, um, even unsavory, but it was it was not what I it was not what I expected in that respect. And and you know I like beard, and we all like beard because you you know you're designed to like beard in the show. Um, yeah. The character is kind of created as that person you're going to back, even though he should absolutely not be with Jane. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, but. Yeah, I didn't I I didn't care for that the specifics of it, but it's fine. It it doesn't it doesn't take anything away from the show for me. I I, I agree. I don't think it takes anything away. It's like once again, the specific thing is mm, I, I I might have had them pick something else, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. The important part is as I mentioned, um Ted's reaction and then beard's you know reaction to to what ted did yeah um so that's that's the important part of it it works for the story and that's the most important part correct correct so i'm 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 good with it yeah um as far as general thoughts general thoughts um yeah I, i i think general thoughts are kind of all laid out there without spoiling anything um i would say that uh yeah, it certainly was the way that they are going to tie back, um, you know, a pretty important reconciliation um, in the uh, in the final season here. And they kind of needed to get that out there so that they could move forward with that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, again, from a writer's perspective, um, it works and it helps move the story forward and it it places the right importance on all the right things. So it works. It, I just, uh, I just wanted something different from Beard's past. That's all. <laughs> and, and you know what? And that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, what I'll say as far as general thoughts is, um, I love that it took to the penultimate episode for us to find out that story. Mm-hmm. We had, 
small glimpses into you know the mind of beard mm -hmm. um and and you know with um piggy stardust and uh the uh you know the night on the town after the the man city loss and and season two things like that which that episode wasn't even originally supposed to be in it the apple asked for two extra episodes and that was one of the extra episodes mm -hmm. so that was we actually got more than maybe we were supposed to originally so but the fact that they were able to to have beard at once you know who he is but at the same time you have no idea who he is yeah he's still the mystery it's been guy. excellent yeah yeah it's 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 been good um yeah all of the the breadcrumbs were there that led back yeah. to the, uh, this revelation but uh, uh again you know it's it's not what i would have picked but it works and it's fine and i don't I don't hate it. Doesn't ruin anything. So, um, so we move forward. And uh, you know, you mentioned the fact that we're excited and all this stuff. And I'm kind of scared because I watched two finales on Sunday, and I didn't like either one of them. I, I can I can understand why that might you know because of your most recent experience that you, yeah. you could have that that fear. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the way I, Succession or Barry ended. Okay. I'm, I'm still catching up on succession. Um, but, uh, so, oh, good. You didn't like how it ended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't spoil it. You might love it. I don't know. I might love it. Who knows? Um, I, I think I'm probably, I think they would have to mess it up immensely for me to be disappointed. I, I'm, I've been along on this ride for, you know, three seasons now. I've all I've been in all, all in on this. It is absolutely one of one of my favorite shows of all time. And so, I mean, for goodness sake, my my Twitter uh thing says, you know, Coach Beard approved understudy. So, um, you know, obviously I like it. So I, I think it's I'm I'm more excited. The only the only negative I feel is the the feeling that I know that it's going to be over. Yeah. And it's the last one that we're going to get. And that makes me sad. Yes. Yes. Um, and I, you know, we've we've lost some shows this year, some good ones. Mm -hmm. So hopefully some good ones come along and take their place. I yeah. You know what? Apple's been putting out good stuff ever since. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I tell people all the time, you know, get it for Ted Lasso. Uh, and for all mankind and then dive in and explore all the rest. Cause there's, oh, you, there's a, yeah. you got to watch shrinking. That's a phenomenal show. Shrinking's great. I've been watching silo. That's been good. Um, so yeah, there's, there's tons of stuff on there. Yeah. And they don't, um, sponsor us, but we're willing to no. listen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all, right. all right. That, that is it in the uh, in the Twitters. So I believe right. that is it for the mailbag box. Thanks, Ryan. You got the spotlight again because you were the only question tonight. Um, well done, sir. Yeah. Now uh, there might be some kind of craziness, some kind of spacey, uh, you know, timey wimey kind of stuff going on. If if there's another question that gets answered on this show, it was recorded later. <laughs> But, that's right uh, because that's how these things go yeah, sometimes we have to record parts of these on different part times of the week so uh anyway thank you ryan for the question if again you want to get your question in for the next episode please do email us at the mainland at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at the mainland with the hashtag ask tmlpc 
or go to the mainland.com uh, mainland podcast page and you know fill out the form. There's lots of ways you can get a hold of us. Another thing we'd love it if you did is to rate, review, subscribe, download, all those things. Uh, it takes no time at all and no real effort on your part to leave us a, a star rating and a review. And if that star rating is a five and you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on this program. And we have done that the last couple of programs, but apparently Orlando City Guy has run out of relatives. Yeah, I guess all the relatives, uh, his dog and cat don't have any email. So, um, but that that doesn't matter. We appreciate his <laughs> efforts. Yeah. I will say, you mentioned at the top, this is episode 349. So if I'm somebody, I want to have my question in on episode 350. Yeah, your question or your uh, five-star review. Or your five-star review, yeah. Get that in on 350. That's a, it's a powerful number. It's a big number. Hard to believe we've been doing this many of these things. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit nuts. Feels like 200 of them have been this year. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let us move on, Dave, because the final order of business on this uh, show, which is uh, rapidly drawing to a close, we've had some short shows this week, mm -hmm. is, uh, and, and of course, this won't make any sense if we end up with a guest and that tax 20 minutes onto the show, but uh, we have to look forward to the trip to Red Bull Arena, Orlando City, going back on the road where they're obviously more comfortable <laughs> and uh, they're going to take on the Red Bulls. And they, uh, they've, we've got to come up with some key matchups here and some score predictions because that's what we do. And uh, first of all, we should probably just take a quick peek at the New York Red Bulls to, uh, to give some background and some context, shall we? We shall. Okay. That's, uh, that's what I like to hear. Like everybody on board, even if there's only two of us. All right. No, so the everybody. Red Bulls, Dave, this is the team that, uh, you know, Orlando City started the season against mm -hmm. and struggled uh, mightily in that first game to, uh, to get on the scoreboard. Needed to get a penalty to win that one 1-0. One uh, New York is 3-5-7 and seven on the season. 16 points. They are mired in 13th place uh, in the Eastern Conference table, but just one win would put them above the playoff line. So they would jump a whole bunch of teams depending on what other results happen. So what I'm basically telling you is that the East is a convoluted garbage heap uh, of teams that are all about the same right now. Uh, it is very much uh, a convoluted uh, garbage heap. And uh, like you say, anybody can jump up or drop down pretty quickly, uh, depending on results. Uh, Orlando's been fortunate. The thing I'll add about the Red Bulls as far as standing goes, um, 10 goals on the season, uh, shipping 13, negative three on the goal differential. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's not often that um, we, we look at a team and, and think that they're not as prolific and scoring as Orlando City, who has 17 and 17 with a, a even differential, mm -hmm. but yeah, so they're they're not scoring a ton. Um, but they're not conceding much either. Only 13. Goals no, they're not on the season. So that's that's uh, among the best in the in the conference. So you know, yep. honestly, if they had any kind of real attack, they would be one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. Yes, very true, and that's that. that 
goes to you know more of what we'll talk about here uh soon which is why i wanted to bring that up but um you know as far as their their scorers they they look like orlando city has in the past with a, a bunch of people with uh you know two goals or one goal and it's spread out mm-hmm. um you know versus us with our john carr or, or uh, uh, duncan mcguire mm-hmm. so they're you know the goals are coming infrequently and from all over and so it it's kind of hard to key in on any one person as far as that goes on their offense yeah the one thing i will say is that they've been two different teams at, at home they are three one and three on mm-hmm. the road they're oh four and four including that loss in orlando so you know they are a team that's difficult to beat at red bull arena we found that over the years to be true no matter where or New York is in the table, no matter where Orlando is in the table, uh, that's a tough place to bring points home from. So it's going to be a, a, a battle and it doesn't really matter where they are in, you know, in the standings. Although that's something that, you know, a lot of fans like to point to, Oh, you should beat the teams that are below you. Well, the teams that are below you today might be 10 points ahead of you at the end of the season. We're still not that deep into the season right now. We're, we're, we're talking, um, you know, most of these teams have played uh, 15, 14 or 15 games. Orlando's played 14. They have a game in hand against um, many of the teams. Uh, New York has played 15. So you're not quite to the halfway mark. Um, still a lot of things that can happen. I mean, how many times have we said, what the heck is going on with Seattle? They are terrible this year. And then they go and, uh, you know, challenge for the supporter shield by the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. There is... To give you guys an idea, with Charlotte sitting right above Orlando City at 21 points, Red Bulls and indeed uh, Toronto, who are below them, heck, go down to the bottom of the Eastern Conference. Uh, Inter Miami is only at fifth, is at 15. That is not a big uh, point spread uh, between the sixth team and the 15th team in the Eastern Conference. So it's, yeah. Depending on how things go, teams get on a, a run, uh, a lot can change. Yeah. And I, I want to clarify my earlier statement when I say it's a convoluted garbage heap. That doesn't mean I think the teams in this conference are bad. It means it's just it's just a mess. Yeah. Everything's so close. And there's, I mean, Orlando will go and win 3-1 and then lose, you know, one nothing, And it's it's that type of. Or, or draw one one or you know it's that type of weirdness going on it's clustered like a bunch of eight-year-olds playing soccer <laughs> like you know that how I, all of the players on the field are all around the ball except the two goalkeepers yes and you, where yes. you can like you could throw a blanket over basically 20 players that's where the standings kind of are for me it's like you know it's it's not uh it's not what you want to see you want you want to you want your team to go on or get on a roll and get some separation, but uh, everybody wants that. And only a couple of teams have separated themselves at the top. Yeah. I mean, there's like 10 points separating freaking third and the bottom of the table. So it's, it is a convoluted mess, but <laughs> that's okay. Let's, let's talk about uh, the Red Bulls. Long way to go. All right. So you, you got your key matchup ready to go. You, you mentioned, you know, a couple guys with two goals, Corey Burke, Omer Fernandez, and um, Andres Reyes all have two goals. Uh, this is a team that's not been getting a ton of, of offensive firepower from the attack. 
And, uh, but again, they're not giving up many either. So where do you see this? Because it, it seems obvious looking at the Red Bulls season so far that the key matchup is just going to be Orlando's attack against New York's defense. Yeah, that and that is the that that is indeed the key matchup. Um, I'm going to be a little bit more nuanced um, and say that what Orlando City needs to do because uh, the Red Bulls play a midweek against uh, Inter Miami, so there's potential for tired legs for them in Saturday's match. That's an advantage that Orlando City will have with a full week's rest. If they can get through, you know, the initial 30 minutes or so, and, you know, if they get up a goal, if Red Bulls have to chase the match, um, that's going to make it more difficult on tired legs, even with rotation and, and whatnot, because as we see, they don't have, they're not scoring a ton of goals. So if Orlando City can get up that first goal, especially if it's in the first 30 minutes, um, then I think that's going to be really tough uh for the red bulls however i'll add to that that orlando city also needs to get a second goal because we see what happens way too many times with them conceding late on stupid things yeah they really need to talk to ocb about protecting one goal leads because ocb has been able to do it but orlando city senior team has not been able to do it and yeah you're right I've, i've been trying to avoid because we're recording this part of the show before that midweek game, I've been trying to avoid talking about that. But um, yeah, if if my numbers seem off, that's because we <laughs> I gave you the numbers as they were heading into the midweek game. Um, we're rooting for a draw there, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think we are uh, a draw and and uh, a, a draw. You know, maybe an extra time even. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, they can they can uh, certainly play twenty minutes of uh, stoppage if they want. Yeah, just just look. Let's just lots and lots of, lots and lots of stoppage time, both halves, and uh, let's let's get some more tired legs out there. Yeah. Now we we already know that um, Red Bulls are going to play the way they play. It doesn't matter that they fired their coach. Um, no, nope. they're they're always going to play the same way. Uh, they're they're a corporate team. They're what we yes, call a corporate are. team. <laughs> and yes, uh, things come down from on high. And for that reason alone. We hate them. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, built, not bought. Exactly. I don't, I don't like these homogenized, uh, you know, city football group and Red Bull. I, I don't think it's great for the sport. I think it's just, uh, I, I, I want uniqueness and you don't get that. No, you don't. It does make it nice to know that what they're going to do though. Yeah, so you have uh, you and I have, have the same basic uh, key matchup is basically just go score goals because uh, they're they're not going to give many up. So one, if they score one, it might be enough. Um, you gotta you gotta go put the ball in the net. It's something that Orlando has struggled with at times. Uh, they seem like they might be a little bit better at it on the road than at home. So that might be a good thing, uh, but. Carlos Cornell is a good goalkeeper. They got good defense. Um, they they swarm to the ball well. So I think we have the same thing there. Uh, did you give me a score prediction, Dave? I did not. And if you like, you could go first. All right. Well, you know, I've been seeing a lot of this score line lately, so I'm going to stick with it. 1-1 one, one draw. See, now that's why I let you go first, because... 
that's what I was going to pick. And <laughs> I do that. I do that to you way too many times. Yes. All right. So, um, since you did that, um, Ooh, that makes it tough. I'm God, I don't want to be positive, but I'll be positive. Okay. I'm going to say, uh, one, one zero win, um, based on Orlando doing what I say, at least as far as the first part, but not adding the second goal. Um, and then Red Bulls not being, not being great on the scoring. And I think the, uh, the defense is going to want to prove that they can hold strong after giving up a late goal, uh, against Atlanta. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I know that's, that's gotta be something that they're talking about, but it's, it seems to be a problem at home with them not being able to hold on at home, but they've, they've protected some small leads on the road. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I don't I don't know maybe they're putting just too much pressure on themselves to win at home. I mean that's just what teams do in MLS. They just win at home and or get res, you know at least get results at home. And Orlando has gotten a couple of results, but yeah, giving up those late goals it does it does irritate you because that's four points dropped in the last two games after the 85th minute. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think that this is a bad defensive team. So. Is it just concentration? Is it nerves? Uh, you know, based on previous results, are, are they trying too hard at home? I, I don't really have an answer to that, so I, I don't. These are all just questions that I have, but it's got to get figured out. And and I really think they just need to relax and play. It's the last game. I thought I thought Oscar was going to go to five at the back. He didn't do it, so I thought, well, okay, because he's done it before and they've and it hasn't worked out. Um, and this time he didn't do it and it didn't work out. So, uh, <laughs> he's at least cognizant of, of what he's tried in the past and what he's, uh, you know, different things he can do. So, uh, I don't know, unless you're, unless you're just hell bent on sticking with the 11 guys you got out there. Uh, I think you have to do something and, you know, nothing seems to be working. So, uh, the good news is there's still more than half a season to correct that. There is plenty of time and uh, look four results in the last four matches. Um, so that's, you know, yeah, only one win, but it's still, <laughs> that's still better than a loss. So yep. hard to, hard to points. complain too much. And then, and then maybe, you know, this, this team, it, you just feel like at some point this team's going to get on a roll and, and reel off two or three wins in a row. They just haven't, <laughs> they just haven't done it yet, but, uh, it does seem like it's they're capable of it. It seems like the guys that you need to produce are doing that um, mm-hmm. for the most part. Who could use a little bit more from from Torres, but you know, Ojeda had a good outing at Miami. Caro's been great of late. Uh, even though he didn't score in the last game, he he forced a really good save from Brad Guzan. So uh, he's still getting into dangerous spots and doing what he needs to do. So uh, we'll come back next week and we'll talk about that game and. And, of course, we will be looking ahead as the uh, season continues. We'll have, Dave, we got the Colorado Rapids coming to town soon. I know. I get to see that one live. Yeah. And then you're going to get to see the Portland Thorns the next night. Yeah, that one's a little tougher. but you know, <laughs> That one's they... probably not going to go as well. Um, no, but although, you this, know, this you two games in the same weekend. It was kind of hard to pass up. Yeah, sure, for sure. And, uh. 
you know, instead you could just go down to Kissimmee and watch OCB play Cincinnati too. If you think, if you're feeling bad about the, the, you know, prospects against Portland. I suppose I could, but obviously I'm bringing the wife and I know she wants to see the pride. So I think we'll stick around. All right. Well, good enough. So we got all that to look forward to. And of course, you know, if you are a pride fan, check out scope soccer, our uh, latest episode this week. We uh, talked about the loss at the Chicago Red Stars and, um, you know, got ready for this weekend's game at Houston Dash. So you can go check that out. They've got a couple of games next week. And, uh, yeah, we, we got plenty to talk about. We'll come back next week, talk about the Lions and the Red Bulls. We'll talk about OCB and Toronto FC2. And, uh, yeah, we're, we'll keep going because we're in the, the heart of the season at this point. Yeah, and the next one's the big three five zero. Yeah, it's hard to believe. So let's go ahead and conclude episode three forty nine right here. Unless there's anything else you got left to say, um, I'll be laughing and crying later because of Ted Lasso. Okay, I don't know if that's uh, germane to the conversation, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you want to get that out there, you know, that's what I, I did. I All did. right. Uh, follow Dave on Twitter at mainland Dave. Follow me on Twitter at mainland Michael. Follow the mainland on Twitter at the mainland. Like us on Facebook. Read our stuff at the mainland.com. Rate, review, subscribe, download the show, and uh, go check out our buy me a coffee. Buymeacoffee.com slash the mainland. And uh, see if that's uh, something that you'd be interested in. See, if, see what's there. And uh, also check out the st- story that's pinned to our page about it uh, because we talk about some of the other things that are not listed as guaranteed but things that we're working on and we are going to err on the side of giving way more than we promise uh, we are going to over deliver and under promise rather than the other way around because uh, that's just how it goes plus you know we are people who come up with ideas as we go so we might not even uh, have yet found all of the coolest stuff that we're going to give you yet. Yeah. Uh, so uh, get in on the ground floor is what we're saying. Yeah. While uh, get while the getting's good. Get in yes. while the getting's good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've lost the plot. We're out of here. Uh, that'll do it for 349. Thanks for listening. Thanks to those who uh, sent us questions. And we will be back next week with the big 350. So there's nothing left for us to do, Dave, except to say what we always do at the end, and that is go city.